Cash fed cattle prices were steady last week. Although less year-over-year, September beef exports were historically strong. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 8th of November, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsbasinbeef.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the news. Volatile grain futures, rising interest rates, and narrowing buy-sell margins all took a toll on cattle futures last week. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $1.19 lower week-to-week on Friday, from $0.05 to $2.07 lower, except for $0.15 and $1.15 higher in the back two contracts. They gained a little of that back on Monday, though. Although corn futures ended the week a couple of cents higher, Russia's early week announcement that it was suspending its participation in the Black Sea Grain Initiative propelled grain futures significantly higher. The grain initiative brokered by the United Nations earlier this year enabled resumption of Ukraine grain exports via the Black Sea as Russia's war on Ukraine continued. Grain futures fell back later in the week when Russia reversed direction and said it would in fact participate in the agreement. In his weekly market comments, Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, explains, thinking from the margin perspective, finished cattle prices are at their highest level since 2015, which would initially make a person think feeder cattle prices should be keeping pace. Today's CME feeder cattle index is equivalent to late November of 2015, but he says it's $15 a hundredweight lower than early November of 2015, so it will be difficult for cattle feeders to bid feeder cattle to equivalent levels of 2014 and 15 when compared to the live cattle price, because all other input prices are much higher today than they were seven to eight years ago. In his weekly market comments, Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, says, Market fundamentals are generally positive for cattle markets going forward, with improved futures prices, stronger boxed beef and fed cattle prices, all supportive for feeder cattle markets. He adds that cattle slaughter is still running large, but should taper off toward the end of the year. Unless unexpected external market pressures develop, He says cattle prices are expected to finish the year strong and the highest prices of the year may be recorded before the end of the year. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices were mainly steady last week. Live sales were steady in the Southern Plains at $150 a hundredweight. 
steady to a dollar higher in Nebraska at 152 to 153, and steady in the Western Corn Belt at 152 to 153. Dress prices were $2 higher in Nebraska at $242, and steady to $2 higher in the Western Corn Belt at $240 to $242. Choice box beef cutout value was 49 cents higher week to week on Friday at $263.75 100 weight. Select was $2.49 lower at $231.90. Total estimated cattle slaughter last week of 667,000 head was 1,000 head fewer than the previous week, but 15,000 head more than the same week last year. Year to date estimated total cattle slaughter of 27.71 million head was 452,000 head more or 1.6% more than the same time last year. Year to date estimated beef production of 23.69 billion pounds was 338.8 million pounds more or 1.5% more. Live cattle futures closed an average of 88 cents lower week to week on Friday except for unchanged and 17 cents higher in two contracts. Higher expected sale prices and moderating cost of gain are expected to exceed the higher cost of feeder cattle, leading to positive cattle feeding returns from now through June, according to the latest historical and projected Kansas feedlot net returns from Kansas State University. Projected returns for steers range from $42.68 per head in June of 2023 to $148.06 in December of this year. Feeding cost of gain ranges from $120.37 a hundredweight in May to $135.49 in October. Glenn Tonser, K-State agricultural economist who prepares the monthly feedlot outlook, emphasizes the projection reflects a cash basis with no price risk management. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsbasinbeef.org and look for the Goals tab. September beef exports were lower year-over-year, the first monthly decline in 2022, but exports remain on a record pace through the first three quarters of the year, according to data released by USDA and compiled by the U.S. Meat Export Federation. September beef exports totaled 115,487 metric tons, valued at $890.3 million dollars, down 7% from a year ago for both volume and value. For the first nine months of this year, beef exports were still 4% above the previous year at 1.12 million metric tons. Export value reached $9.12 billion, up 20%, and already achieving the second highest total for any calendar year, trailing only 2021's record of $10.58 billion. Despite China's zero-COVID policies, 
that result in travel restrictions and periodic lockdowns in metropolitan areas, September beef exports to China Hong Kong were still above last year. Shipments also increased year-over-year to the Asian region and Caribbean, but declined to Korea, Japan, and Taiwan. While beef exports remain well-positioned to reach new heights in 2022, the September results reflected significant headwinds that have been building for some time. According to Dan Hallstrom, U.S. MEF President and CEO, demand for U.S. beef has been extremely resilient, but inflationary pressure on consumers and weakened currencies in key markets have definitely created a more challenging environment. He explains exports continue to face logistical challenges, lockdowns in China, and mounting inventories in some destinations. Still, he says, it's hard to view September sales of nearly $900 million as a disappointment when this would have been an all-time record just 18 months ago. That really drives home what a remarkable year this has been for U.S. beef exports. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 8th of November, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.